Scottish show is a bit shorty. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little short introduction, isn't it, Alice? Yes. This basically will be going out on a Wednesday and it will be a little introduction to the episode that will be following on the Friday morning. There we are. So, welcome. Welcome. How's your week been? I've had a really good week, actually. Lots of exciting things. I did TikTok for the first time. Did you? A tickety talk. And did you, you wouldn't believe it got 16,000. No! I went viral! Oh, God. What did you do on it? It was literally one of my team stitching a heart onto a mat. And I tried a few things and like basically got like you know, 500 people kind of noticed it. And then literally I was showing the kids. I was obsessed all night. I kept picking it up going, oh my God, it's gone up again. Oh my God, it's gone up again. And then um, I uh, woke up in the morning and the first thing I said to my husband was, oh my God, should we see what, what TikTok says? <laughs> should we see how many followers? So I'm going to go down some really dark hole with TikTok. So I've basically not looked at any of the actual TikToks apart from my own one to see where it's going. I've actually don't. I mean, apart from the guy in lockdown who did that funny dance. Do you remember there was the the first TikTok big phenomenal dance with the kind of cowboy music that the girls all learnt in in TikTok? I haven't really learnt TikTok, but there is quite a lot of pressure I'm feeling for authors to do TikTok, which is... Some of them are really cringy. And we should be doing TikTok. Well, yes. But the point is that I always believed that it was young people and that it was, you know, too young for our demographic. And that why would we do TikTok? But I'm hearing more and more and more about how the world is changing and people are really embracing TikTok. I, on the other hand, can't get up in the morning because I'm too busy looking at Instagram and I'm concerned about adding any other hole. We do go go down down a rabbit hole looking at our phone too much and that is actually one of the habits that I'm trying to get mm, out of mm, exactly. um, is to not have my book we, we Emma and I years and years ago now nearly 10 years ago wrote a book called switch it off which was supposed to look like a phone and it was all the things that you should do instead of looking at your phones and we did some research back then about the dangers of phone use and also the dangers of sleeping with your phone yeah, in your bedroom exactly. so actually I never sleep with my phone in the bedroom so that's a so habit that's taken me I a think while. that's a really good because actually I've been looking at habit stacking what's habit stacking habit no, stacking is the, the new is trend and <laughs> I didn't get that off TikTok okay so um, talk me through but it's basically where you start to make small changes in your life and rather than doing a big dramatic change like I did when I stopped drinking in January it's more kind of like little changes making small amendments to your life that will then add up to a big thing so things like not reading your kindle on your mobile phone and actually reading a book rather than doing that that's one thing that I'm doing now and reading a chapter of my book every night making sure that I read taking the phone out of the bedroom I can't actually do that yet because I'm still still doing that but things also like weaning myself off sugar in my tea oh that's an easy one yeah well you say that if you've done it all your life it's quite hard to do doing my sit up still still I'm oh, doing, look I'm at doing you with your sit-ups, my... that's very impressive. And yeah, and I'm trying to ride my electric bike. Oh. Which I'm struggling with. <laughs> well, it's but not that, very nice weather, that, is it? The battery fell off the back the other day. And oh. I was like literally going along making this trundle, trundle sound. And I realised that I'd held up the traffic and everybody was basically stopping, slow, slowly driving behind me whilst I drove up to the roundabout. And then and I have got a very odd tradition. On his birthday... Quite a few years ago now, I hired electric bikes from the electric bike shop. We went on an urban 
and countryside adventure on the electric bikes, which was so fun, we've repeated it every year. So we go electrically, electrical biking once a year on his birthday, which has just become this really weird tradition. That's but really it's sweet. really fun. Do you wear a helmet? Of course I do wear a helmet. You do or you don't? Of course I wear a helmet. Good. Yeah, one, I was going to say, because otherwise I was going to slap your wrist. Yeah. No, no, I was Everybody wear, should be wearing a helmet, especially after how dangerous it was with me on the electric bike the other day. Like, yes, just in case quite, you encounter Alice on the road. the handlebars, <laughs> like I almost did. But that's because we put it together ourselves. Oh, a um, DIY And when I say we put it together ourselves, I mean my husband put it together um, and then sent me off on it, on a lethal bike that wasn't quite but screwed I quite together like, quite right. I quite like the, the thing that you can do on an electric bike, which is you can get from the town to the countryside by bicycle quite quickly. And where we live in Brighton, you have to go over the downs. So there's a lot of cycling up hills. And I love that feeling of just going and going up the hill. It is rather It's lovely. a really, really wonderful. The only downside, Alice, about... The electric bike, though, is that I can't take Ziggy with me. And That's he loves the true. countryside. And when I go in the car, he's, like as soon as we get over the roundabout going to the downs, he starts to shake because he knows we're going to the countryside. Well, I'm a bit worried about him because he's gone in for his first general anaesthetic today. Why has he got his first general oh, anaesthetic? Oh, well, he's got a wart in his head. And also, he's got to have his teeth cleaned. I got told off slightly by the vet for not cleaning my dog's teeth. How are you supposed to clean your dog's teeth? Well, we're coming on to dogs because there's exciting puppy news. No, but more importantly, how okay. are you supposed okay. to clean your dog's well, teeth? Well, apparently... Because I need to know all of this. Okay, you do need to know. What I wish I'd known at the beginning about the dog is that you need to introduce a toothbrush to them very gently. So you, they play with it. Then you have to touch their face with it. Then you have to touch their lips with it. And then you have to introduce dog toothpaste, which apparently tastes of chicken... Or lamb, so they I love it. That. And then you and then you can from when they're a puppy, you learn to clean their teeth, which I am advising you to because you got a puppy. And what's very exciting is you can teach all these dogs. Oh, is that exciting? Dog I can teach you a dog to, 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 to brush his teeth. To brush is that teeth. exciting? I'm because not sure otherwise you will be lumbered with a very substantial bill. And I hope that my doggy, who is currently... I love your doggy. He's, I, he's uh, currently under the under the anaesthetic, is going to come round later on and revive and boo me. But it was horrible. Yeah, I can imagine. Off. I am super excited, but also super nervous because Pickle arrives on Saturday <gasps> and we have been dog-proofing the house, puppy-proofing the house. But, okay, so, okay. And it's um, basically last night... <laughs> it's not very puppy-proof house, Alice. Um, can I just say? Well, I, it's <laughs> the best I can do. Oh, um, looking around. But okay. last night, I got sent a picture of said puppy. Yeah. And he's, like, tripled in size. Well, that happens. In only, with... like, a week. <laughs> so I'm puppies. just like, wow. And he sleeps just like me. He sleeps with his arm above his head oh. um, which is hilarious he's going to get dead arm which I get is it a girl or boy um, it's a girl oh, and I'm calling it his, his. his. <laughs> uh, this is, I've never had a dog before so this is oh, all so new, new. So, so I mean my mum had dogs when I was growing up I did, I, you know when I came back from uni she had dogs so I have seen dogs and I've spent time with dogs but I've never had my own one to be responsible for. Well, um, this is going to be a baptism of fire. Yes, um, it depends. and it's a puppy. Yeah, so. so I think with puppies, you have to just lay down the rules at the beginning. And it's very difficult because, you know, as mothers, we just go, oh, they're crying, I want to come back. And I remember the first night we had Ziggy home, we got him on New Year's Day from all sorts, the dog rescue charity. And he was already about 15 weeks old by that point. 
and he was absolutely gorgeous. And I built him, so we got all completely involved in the whole sleeping arrangement. So I thought, I'm not going to get a cage because I'm just going to leave him downstairs and he can roam around downstairs, but I'm not going to put him in a cage. And he hadn't been used to sleeping in a cage. So we put him in our kitchen and we made a little den in the corner by the window, put the radio on, he cried and cried and cried. We made the den a little bit kind of bigger to contain him. He cried and cried. He was at the top of the stairs, literally clutching onto the stair gate. Can we get me? So I went down, went up and went down. Uh, and eventually we were so exhausted by the whole thing. I put him in the back kitchen in the dark and he slept on the bricks, which were cold. And I realised that he was used to sleeping in the oh. cold. So what you need to do is when you pick him up, make sure you know how he's been sleeping and try and replicate that. Pickle, that's a girl. That's a girl, Just sorry, one more time. Him. Yeah, we have already bought her three beds. She's going to be the most spoiled puppy ever. But that's just because I'm trying to make it comfy for her wherever. I just, one of my best friends told me recently that, that people, if they don't have dogs, get rather bored when we talk about dogs. So I'm finding it really hard because I'm really, really, really excited. And do you think? Well, but I don't is, want our listeners to go. I'm over this. I'm over Alice and a puppy. Well, let's. Well, so it's going to be. Quite I'll give you a little tiny puppy feed every week. Yeah, to we'll tell have you a little, how it's going. Well, it's very I'm not exciting. Pour the tears off because it's a bit like when you have children and yeah. you think that everybody wants to hear about your child, but they don't. Um, one thing that is going to happen in Brighton when you go out with a puppy, just to warn you, if you think that you have you have timed how long it's going to take you to get from here to the end of your road. Think again, my friend, because as soon as you have a little puppy, everybody goes, oh, is that your puppy? Oh, it's not because sniffing poo. No, it's because everybody sits, stands and talks to you because there's something about in our British psyche that we love dogs so much and we love puppies. And so people who would never talk to in a million... You might have neighbours you've never, ever spoken to, but I can guarantee you they will speak to you because suddenly you've got a puppy. So you will have more conversations in the next week than you've ever had in Brighton in your I'm life. just going to wear dark glasses and a big hat. Doesn't make any difference. People will just don't give a shit about you. They're just going to go, oh, I love your puppy. I'm not the most sociable person. Well, you're going to have to be now, my friend. So that's what's oh. going to happen. So anyway. Good Very luck. exciting. <laughs> it's very exciting. So that means I'll just never leave the house. Oh, how am I supposed to... How are we supposed to be podcasting? Well, this is the last time we'll be podcasting with our little puppy in the background. But um, yes, how exciting. It's going to be lovely. It's going to be like falling in love all over again. It is. And it is. It, and I just need some cuddles. And I should just should I just give you a tip though. I reckon within the fortnight you'll probably love your dog more than your children. <gasps> Don't let my children hear that. <laughs> That's the well-known secret about dogs. <laughs> I think I think my husband is who was absolutely anti getting a dog seems to be more into it than I am now. It was my idea, and well, it was Rupert's idea, and then it was my idea, and now. Like, he is, like, writing a list of everything he needs to do. He's, he's like, when's Pickle arriving? When's Pickle arriving? And he's, like, really excited. He's looking at all the videos. I, on uh, the other hand, I'm like, I really hope that I get this emotional Well, it's, it, you're going to absolutely love it. I mean, I am looking forward to um, getting my Ziggy back, and then I will take him to the countryside. And talking of countryside, I mean, let, can we just have a small moment for how excited we are about Friday's guest? Because this is somebody that you know of old from, I've been in from Brighton. And she's moved from Brighton to the middle of the countryside. But she is Mary Jane Ansell, who is quite possibly the most phenomenally talented artist I have ever come across. And I've been so lucky to come across her as a result of this podcast. She is wonderful. Yes, she's absolutely incredible. So yeah. so yeah, so listen in on Friday when we will be talking to Mary Jane Ansell, who is the most incredible portrait artist. And then I can't wait to hear about the puppy. 
Okay. I'll well, let you know all about it. All right. Well, until then, thanks very much for listening. And uh, do join us on Instagram and Facebook at Showish Bits Podcast. Till next time. Ta-ra! Ta-ra!